0: This is Lauren. This is Trey. And this
1: is the Partnership Podcast. So last week was bad. And this week, these are the actions that we did to come back to each other. Enjoy.
0: Isn't it crazy? Like We do this every week, and yet sometimes I feel like we live a lifetime in the week between sitting in these chairs i was thinking about this getting ready that i am so glad we do these like weekly in-depth check-ins sometimes they're silly like the travis kelsey one although people loved that episode which i told you i was like this is one of our worst ever this is so embarrassing
1: what did you say to me about travis kelsey this week honey this week he's uh he's playing better
0: he's playing better better than he ever has Listen, Uh hey, you're performing better than you ever have in your life because of your lady. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's okay. Okay. To bring it back home. I would hope that in partnership, okay, the things that we love to do, we'd get to do with more joy. I know that's my word. Okay. But so when I say it, I am not saying it from maybe the rest of the world is like this position of he was he was broken he was less than whole without her he was no he was on his own what i love to see is individuals thriving individually inside of partnership that's right. what makes me excited so when i say it, that's the angle i'm coming from not from oh wow well, travis really needed taylor in his life so mm-hmm. i'm saying it i don't care
1: he needed, the NFL needed Taylor for the uh, the ratings bump, and uh-huh. then he needed it for the stat booster. Yeah. He just wasn't getting it done on the field, and he needed a internationally famous uh, superstar singer to uh, align his game. Uh-huh. I get it. I get it. Makes sense to me.
0: Simone Biles went to her husband, Jonathan Owens, game yeah, the other day. Yeah, he, he play play. For? yeah, yeah. He plays um, for the Packers right now. Yeah. And anyway, there were a lot of fun memes going around that was like the only, like, who, Taylor who? <laughs> because... Mm. Like, yeah, Simone has attended football games for a very long time to support Jonathan. So anyway.
1: This week on Lauren and uh, (laughs) Trey's Inside the NFL Football Talk.
0: Inside the NFL relational talks. You know, it brings, I think, yeah, the world needs it right now, too. So, yeah. How you doing?
1: Good. Mm. Like, really good. Monday was a blow up. Tuesday healing, hard healing. Kind of a hard healing day. Wednesday better. Thursday anniversary dinner.
0: And what else do we do Thursday?
1: What else do we do Thursday?
0: Human design reading. That's Our right, joining. human that's, design <laughs> that's reading. That's what we're on here to talk about, the things we've done, <laughs> not just ourselves, because this was this was beyond us.
1: Why does my mind default go to, like, sexually? It's like, what else did we do that day? It's like, did I, did I do something sexually?
0: We did. And I want to talk about that, too. We did some sensate focus work. I mm-hmm. don't know if you knew that that's what it's called. but that's Sensate focus work? Sensate.
1: Oh, sensate. It's like Mr. Miyake?
0: <laughs> we are babies born in the 80s who lived in the 90s. Karate Kid is our jam. No. Mm-hmm. We did a joint human design reading. I want to talk about that. We had our anniversary dinner. We, yeah, did some sensate focus work. Friday it was Friday. Still just gentleness, Mm-hmm. Just gently coming back to one another.
1: Friday, I woke up and I was like, "Ah, really. Yeah, how did you wake up, Friday? Still tender,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. This has been the longest time. And I've wanted to take every moment of it, mm-hmm. because you give me freedom not to rush back into partnership, not to like make it all better. And I felt no need to make it all better. I don't know. Um. Open-heartedness, sure, right? But you and I say constantly trust is earned through trustworthy behavior. Um, and I wasn't interested in. Repairing for the sake of repair, right? To, yeah.
1: I get that. Like it's another task on like the list of things to do Mm -hmm. today. I get that.
0: Or like this is too uncomfortable. I want to get back to comfort. That felt like falling backwards to me. I wanted to fall forward. Well,
1: it's a word that you use, bypass. Yeah. Bypass the discomfort. No. Compartmentalize the discomfort. Uh, You get into a lot of trouble doing that. Yeah. I'm coming to find out now at 39 years of age lots of trouble happens when that's like the default or that's a solution versus like actually looking at uh, deep-seated wounds that cause patterns uh, and then for you to spiral back downward into these patterns of unhealth. And the blow-up really illuminated that for me.
0: Hmm. Let's finish out the week, and then I really want to talk about the things because we have had so much illumination. It has been a week of illumination in a really beautiful way. So then Saturday, we got some good family time. We got to go to the market together because my clients moved around and switched weeks and did some stuff, and I do not usually have Saturday mornings, and we seized it. I got up and did some client work early in the morning, and then we ran to the market all together. We went to lunch. We got home in time for my afternoon clients, but that was good. Um, The baby's been picking up on our dysregulation too, and we've been trying to be really open with her, but I think this is an opportunity to show her the messy middle, right? And we've just been inviting her into these conversations, and I think it's been really good for her to see um, us not mistreat each other in the middle too, like in the mess, right? It's okay to share hurt. Um, It's not okay to be mean. And yeah, so I think that was really good for her nervous system and then good for mine too, just to play. And everybody knows that I'm trying to figure out how to weekend over here. And I was thinking like, yeah, Saturday mornings, like, you know, there was street musicians, there was a market, there was, there's a reason it feels like a weekend because it's a weekend. So I don't, I'm, I'm still figuring it out. I'll figure it out. Um,
1: Lauren's referring to like her schedule where her Friday, Saturday is Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And or they Saturday, feel Sundays, they Monday feel restful. Thursday. They just don't feel joyful. And I'm meant to be in spaces like that. So mm-hmm. I mean, we're figuring it out. Then Sunday, do we do? That's so funny because the
1: added juxtaposition of being in spaces like that is what you're mentioning. Also, yeah. where like you, she's grown up in the same small town. She was born here, and we're under 100,000 people population. So, so she when she goes into a space, she knows 15 people.
0: Right, So the other thing we're working with is, which I just, I don't want to bury the lead. We've got so much goodness to talk mm-hmm. about, like how what we're finding out about ourselves. Sunday, I don't really remember what we did. I know that I went out with a best friend and saw a local production that night. Um, yeah. And then, oh, Monday we did some trivia, dressed up in like costumes and stuff like that. So play, <laughs> things were reintroduced. Um, and then Tuesday we had a joint coaching session and yeah, I'd love to talk about all the different things. Great. Here we are at Wednesday.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to, uh, we covered Tuesday and last week's podcast and make sure you like and subscribe and, uh, mm-hmm. babe. And we
0: just hit 8,000 listens, everybody. Thanks.
1: Do you want to talk Wednesday? Mm. Was that Human Design Day?
0: Thursday was Human Design Day. Thursday was Anniversary and Human Design Day. Wednesday, you know what? This is all I'll say is Wednesday, I got to be with my clients again. And we've talked about this over the week, that the criticism of my house self, home self, starts to bleed into me feeling incapable in work. So it was really good to get my hands back in the work that is mine to do on mm-hmm. Wednesday. That felt almost healing for me because Monday was a weekend, right? So Monday I didn't work. Tuesday I didn't work. I was just reeling from pain. Sure. Wednesday it felt so good to ground myself for a long time in the morning, to spend a lot of time alone, and then to be with my clients and there is always no pretense there. You know, if I'm having a rough day, they know I'm having a rough day. um, Because I do not, I don't believe in the guru thing, like the I am better than thou, I just don't, it doesn't sit well with me. Um, We don't bemoan my issues. But it felt good to get my hands into, oh, no, I am not incapable, right? These stories that I'm telling myself, because I can't put a dish in the dishwasher that I'm incapable, these are not this isn't my truth.
1: And good for you when I'm telling you, like, I'm giving you the your incapable energy and you're dropping balls energy. Good for you to be like, oh, it's something else. It's something deeper. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Thursday, you want to talk human design?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, talk about the, from your vantage point, what were we even
1: getting ourselves into? We did a couples human design. Can we say your name?
0: Yeah. Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll link the, the thing. I'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Yeah. It was a joint couples. Like they overlap our charts.
1: Correct. And yeah, she's a human design expert. And it was awesome because it's basically the blueprint or one of the blueprints of how we operate our our computer mainframes. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, how our computer mainframes operate kind of at a default level or like what we were born into. So I took... It was just neat to see how we're aligned and then where we can, like, get better and how we disconnect. One of the biggest takeaways that uh, Andy shared with us is, like, Trey, you you go, your default is, like, bitterness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a bitterness default when you feel like you're not being appreciated or seen or, you know, insert hurt here. And um, then I didn't know I was empathic. I always thought I could just read people well and like anticipate needs and stuff. And she's like, no, you're you're an empath. And empath for me has always been like, oh, that's the healer. That's the, uh, you know, that's the person that, you know, really feels deeply. And then I go, oh, I don't feel deeply. I'm oh, a man. And um, so that was eye-opening that you can, I can take on people's energies or I can, and I've always been able to, Do that. And then putting that actual label on it was very interesting. And then the last thing, fuck, I don't want to, I lost it. The last thing, oh, if you are in conflict with someone, because in the last two weeks, I've just been in conflict. You know, anybody can get it. I've been a real motherfucker. So she said to me, this was my holy shit moment. She goes, when you start telling a story, that's somebody else's emotions. So when you start telling a, uh, oh he you know he hasn't sent your uh, the hundred bucks that he owes you and it's like oh he had he had time to uh, fucking uh, take care of this and this but now he doesn't have time for this and oh he you know his Venmo didn't work but it's like why are you telling me on the fourth follow up and why are you just why didn't you communicate with me and I go this guy's a fucking child and all of these things are kind of going on in my mind and that's that's how I argue and that's a story. That means I'm picking up on somebody else's emotion or picking up on somebody else's bullshit. So it's it was great. I'm going to get my own human design.
0: Like deep dive. Yeah, yeah. deep
1: dive. And I'm just going to figure out more of how I operate mm-hmm. and what I need to really succeed. Mm-hmm. I have a battery life and I can go, go, go. But when that battery's dead, then I really need to actually shut it down. Because I'll go to bitterness if I keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. I can get six, eight, ten hours worth of shit done, but then it's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Then I need to watch a movie from 1995. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a little high and have a Coors Light.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and to not beat yourself up about it. And yeah, do it, not. And do it with like love and care for yourself.
1: Because we can... We compare ourselves to the greats, but the greats are built differently than us where, like Kobe Bryant, Tiger Woods, they'd have 12-hour practice days, five, six days a week. Um, and that that's a bit of a psychopath gene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: not Not to say, you know, they're chopping people up or anything, but like that type of the click, click, click in their minds,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a bit of a manic – uh, it, it's just not how everyone's designed. It's so few of the population. And it's interesting where I think we compare, as human beings, we compare ourselves to the smallest parts of the population that were designed to do these things. And then what we really need to do is compare ourselves to our archetypes and then kind of zhuzh around how we accomplish what we want to accomplish based on what's most beneficial to our designs.
0: Watch him become a human design coach, y'all. To me, it's so pleasurable because I think instead of wanting to be like the greats, wanting to live the fullest, most aligned, most like... Hmm. grounded within ourselves life is so interesting to me because I think we're all meant to do it slightly differently, not all meant to do it the same. And trying to be just like Tiger Woods is, in my mind, so much of the fundamental religiosity that I grew up in because it's trying to be just like Jesus, Mm. right? I No, I want to celebrate differences, especially in this home, especially in my own body. You know, so many of the greats that I look up to have whole teams that support them. You know, they have a chef, they have um, someone who comes to their home and cuts their hair, right? Like they they have a wellness person, they have a trainer, they have all of these things so that they can do the work that is theirs to do. And yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. We're comparing ourselves to certain portions of it. And it doesn't actually help us. It hurts us because then we can become critical or mean to ourselves or we throw in the towel and we're like, I could never do that. And it's like, well, not if we're just meant to be ourselves and just live our own lives in their most beautiful form. Yes, chasing our dreams and our goals and our missions and our purposes. Yes, in the way that we're meant to do it, not the way somebody else does it. Anyway,
1: what were your biggest takeaways from the human design? And then how did we come back to each other? Mm -hmm. and your eloquent words eloquent
0: elegant words my what's a combo of elegant and eloquent that was fun i'll be those things my biggest takeaway is hmm, that you and i both have an open crown and an open ego so that is beautiful in that we're always like open to new thoughts and ideas. And it's probably why we love in this home having so many different types of humans here. Like it's our favorite thing. Like we both get so excited. Um, We love to hear new things. We love to learn new things. We love to be around folks who also feel that way. And sometimes we both, (laughs) if not careful, could, uh, yeah, just get lost in that. And it's kind of interesting, but scary that both of us have that open. And so we could look for different thoughts and like decide and anyway, it could get messy there. And then, so we need time to refresh, to get wisdom, to get insight, to get spiritual insight, which we both knew. Um, But we didn't know we both had that same need. Then we both have this open ego, which my biggest takeaway from that moment was that we both need unmotivated time, which was just so interesting to me because we've kind of had qualms about this in the past, especially with me because I have so much motivated time and I love it. Um, But sometimes I'll zone out on my phone. That feels very nice and unmotivated to me. And I've offended you and the baby before because you guys are like so excited to see me after a day full of clients. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. like I, I just need to zone out. I can't even have a conversation.
1: That was enlightening because, like, we'll criticize you sometimes Mm -hmm. for, like, getting right Mm -hmm. out of a client like, and then just kind of staring at your screen versus, like, interacting with us. But, like, you need time to recharge. It's not necessarily all bad, like the scroll of doom, if it's recharge time after a full day of talking, Mm -hmm. listening, Mm -hmm. advising.
0: Yeah. Because you two are definitely not, my interactions with you two are not unmotivated. Mm Mm-hmm. I love being with you two and finding out things about you two. And anyway, that that was fun to find out. Um, The, you know, the not self theme for a generator, which is me, is frustration. And I would definitely say over the past two weeks while we were in the Chaos and disconnect, frustrations, what I felt. And then, especially at the blow up. And it, it feels to me like when I, uh, so much of my life feels like taking a book off a shelf, like things that I have learned and acquired, and like, oh, I know, I know where to go for that. And the thing I kept telling you was, I don't know where to go. And that was probably the most frustrating thing in the world to me. Um, So to hear that, to hear that said, to hear her say that I am meant to live in my joy um, seemed like such an aha for you to hear about me and felt so aligned with me. Like, I was watching back on a podcast that I think it was the one right before this. And I literally say, I wake up in joy. Like, I love getting out of bed. It is odd for me to not. Like, I know that something is malaligned when I don't wake up, like, excited for my day, which I think is why I'm having such so weekend frustration right now, my Mondays and Tuesdays, is those feel my least joyous. And that's weird. Like, I should be looking forward to things. Um. And so I that felt really neat to hear her say that I need stillness, which I fully agree. That is like my go-to for her to say that, you know, f- that's my morning pages time. And so for us to have that protected felt really good. Um I also really enjoyed and you went through these like electromagnetic channels, like the channels where I have one gate open, which this is getting into human design nerdiness and you have another and they, they like join together and like that's where we can make some magic. That was really cool. Um, then also seeing where I have a lot of channels. I have this like genius to freak channel, this like 2343, and you have half of it. So I can take thoughts and put them out of my voice. Like that is one of my – I've been able to do it since I was a little child. You have the thoughts part. (laughs) and So she would say things she taught us so well of – Lauren could have a tendency to be like, well, this is my thought and this is how I speak it. But Trey has valuable thoughts too. Um, then we also talked about the channel that you have, which is like basically the master marketer, do you remember this? And you were like, no, I don't do that. And then I was like, babe, the podcast. It's like, oh yeah, I've
1: been and, in my own way. I've been successful yeah. at marketing yes. things in my own way. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And with your empathic self anticipating what it is that people would need. My favorite thing, i not going to get too teary, but, um, about this podcast is I couldn't see that people needed this mm-hmm. and I get messages weekly from people who needed this. I don't care if it makes us multimillionaires. It's not, to me, that's not what it's about. To me, it's that it helps people see partnership that isn't based on perfection. That this is partnership based on growth and curiosity and um, love and kindness and joy and forgiveness and moving and um, interest in one another. Sex, lots of sex. that's like part of it our sex is all of those things too Mm. yeah so the human design read just i needed outside insight i needed you i don't in our relationship i'm not interested in infantilizing you or serving this parental role what does that mean
1: infantilize
0: like i'm the i'm the parent you're the baby
1: is this like a kinky way or is this no no, that would be oh, consensual. Okay, so I was in unhealth. I a version of that, of infantilizing you, was I was like, in my mind, it's like, Lauren can't handle this.
0: It feels like shit, so I don't like, want to do it bad. to you. Yeah. I have been on the receiving end of that in this house, and I don't want to do that to you. And you've
1: been I mean. on the giving end, say, in the previous marriage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which, yeah, is mine to own. Mm-hmm. I did it for 10 years, mm-hmm. and it's disgusting.
1: Yes, gross. I don't Um, do that either.
0: No. So I didn't... I am a teacher. I am an educator. I had no interest in teaching or educating you. It's not my job. Not my job. Is this our work? Is some of this our work? Yeah, right? Like, we needed to bear witness. We needed to learn these things together. Some of it's your work, which is why you're going to do a deeper dive with her, right? Like, you need to learn things about yourself. That is not my job to teach you.
1: Over the days... How did we come back to each other? And specifically, how did you feel safe with me once again?
0: That outside insight, seeing that you were open to new thoughts and ideas, because I think I needed to see, right? I needed to be like this. Right, Like I'm watching.
1: She's leaning for audio uh, only listeners. She's leaning back in the chair right now and kind of arms crossed and kind of looking at me with uh, squinty eyes. Now she's doing something with her uh, finger. She's tapping it against her cheek. This reminds me of almost like a coach scout type thing. So she's kind of scouting out the situation. Please continue.
0: I needed to be observant of your behaviors because I needed to see actions aligning with your words, right? Tuesday, you had written out this beautiful thing. Um, In my past marriage, I'd heard lots of beautiful words. I'd been given lots of beautiful letters about how sorry they were. Um, But a cycle of abuse is horrifying. And I was not interested in this power over dynamic. I was not interested in holding like a fire to your feet, right? Like, well, you better, right? You better show me. I wasn't interested in that. I needed to see the work. And if I didn't see the work, I needed to walk away. Because it's not mine to do. And that wasn't even a scary place for the first time in my life. Yeah, so Thursday after the read... I had set aside time to just take a long shower and to come back to my body. And then we were going to go out on our date. We had it optional as well, right? If we didn't feel interested in doing it, we just decided we'd go to a local place and sit at their bar, which is, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot. And yeah, I remember the baby even came in and was like, what time's your date? And I said, whatever time I'm ready. Um, as opposed to when we've set dates and the passwords at a certain time and you get irritated, the audience can go back and find so many episodes where I wasn't ready for some date and Trey got very offended. Um, so that was very important to me too. Yeah, but we got ready. I felt beautiful. I didn't feel super connected, but I felt interested to go to dinner and talk about our, our human design reading, which felt like forward movement. It felt like spiraling forward. It felt like pushing into the new information that we had been given, right? Enlightenment, curiosity, um, ahas, light bulbs. And that felt hopeful to me as opposed to this place I'd been living in, which didn't feel hopeless. Felt stagnant. Like, I don't know what to do, right? Yeah, I had said, come find me. I'm on this life raft. Like, I'm not... I am holding to the life raft. I need to be pulled out of the water. And that felt like the first pull out of the water. It did. Um, to the lifeboat. Not to Fun Island yet, but to the lifeboat. Yeah, and so dinner felt good. How did dinner feel to you? Great. Yeah. We just talked about the human design stuff mostly.
1: Yeah. It was mm-hmm. it was just wonderful to connect.
0: Delicious food. It it, it, it felt ritualistic almost.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful service. They really took care of mm-hmm. us well uh, it was just nice, yeah. Yeah. It was nice to kind of, yeah, like, be in your, um, like, I mean, you, you look stunning. Thank you. So it was, it was nice for you to be in your feminine. Mm-hmm. It was nice for me to be in my masculine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt confident. And, uh, yeah, we just listened. It was great.
0: Yeah, and then I think this is interesting, especially from a holistic sexuality perspective. When we came home, you know, y'all all know that Trey and I love sex so, 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 so much. But the answer is not to skip over the fact that a crack had happened in our relationship container. And so we came up to the bedroom. I was just really thinking in my body, what does my body need? Right. I have no, I don't that we had sex. No. We had sex Not right after Tuesday, the conversation yeah, Tuesday morning. Other than that, so yeah.
1: Tuesday day, no, Tuesday night, no, Wednesday, no. Uh you weren't uh undressing in front of me at that time. Yeah. So God,
0: I'd never felt that way before.
1: Uh-huh. And um my job was to just be like, Yeah, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And you did. Thank you for being so respectful. You're now, welcome. I shut the door often to undress. I turned around. I did not feel trustworthy with my nakedness in front of you Mm -hmm. because that's what had been taken advantage of. And I didn't feel comfortable yet. So I went into my tool bag when we got home, and I thought, you know what I really need is basically some sensate focus work. And this is Masters and Johnson's from forever long ago. Um, I asked if I could lay down on my belly on the bed. And if you could just rub, stroke, not even massage, if you could just touch my body with love and affection, um, staying away from my genitals, not making this genital-based, making this affection-based, making it healing-based. And, yeah, how did it feel when I asked you for that? It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I tell clients all the time that... Anything is
1: better than like not getting to touch you or like second guessing whether this is okay or or like you dressing in a different room. Mm. So like anything is better. Mm. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I was so into like, yeah, this is what she wants. This is going to be healing. I got this. Yeah. It was nice to be invited in. Thank you.
0: I tell clients all the time that good sex starts with desire for Mm -hmm. it, right? Or an interest and willingness. And so I wanted to let my body get to a place of true desire or not to have sex at all. And I gave myself permission for that. I said, what do I want? Which was touch from you. Yeah, right? I was willing to be touched by you. I was not willing to be penetrated by you at that moment. Mm. Not at all. But the willingness was there for restorative touch. And I thought, okay, I can see where this goes, right? I know that I'm still scared. I know that my trust has been broken. I know that I've been wounded. And he has made enough steps right now that I'm willing to see what could happen in my body. And then I'm willing to, to listen and honor my body too. I've I've done a good job, and this is where so many clients and I work on. Good sex starts with honoring ourselves outside of sexual encounters, right? So because I stuck up for little Lauren and said, no, I will not be treated that way. The first principle of pleasure is the freedom of choice. So I had said no to a man that I love more than anything in this world. I'd said no, right? So I had not allowed you to take non-consensually from me, right? Which is my job. Some of that is my job. So for me to enter back into a sexually vulnerable position for you, also my job, right? And also I had not (laughs) – it's totally fine. It's fall in Virginia. I had also not deserted myself, right? So she – there was still – there was this trust that had just been running in here. So when I said, hey, body, would it be okay if he just touches you? She said, yeah, I trust you, right? Because I hadn't just given you sex over the past few days. I didn't undress in front of you. I felt that unsafe. And I had honored. I had honored. So then I flipped back over onto my back when I wanted to. And I said, will you do the same thing to the front of me staying away from my genitals, right? Staying away from breasts, staying away from genitals. And he said, yeah. And I... Said to myself, which this is Dr. Betty Martin, of course, that listen, listen to your body, listen for the I wants, and then ask a will you question. Right? You can trust him now. He is showing himself to be trustworthy. You stayed away from everything that I had asked you to, and then when you want to ask him, will you touch me in fill in the blank space? And I did. Yeah. As I felt my body wake up, as I felt trust be restored, um, I did. I asked you to move to more vulnerable places and, um, do things that felt good to me. And I felt my whole body awaken and do what it's meant to do. And then it finally, I mean, it took a while, I think, right? A while. I think I finally asked for penetrative intercourse Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, it felt good. It felt different. It felt new. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how it should feel. Yeah, I didn't want to go back. We can't but go back. How did it feel for you?
1: Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Audience members, she got penetrative course. <laughs> no, it was it was wonderful. Yeah, it felt like a new rush of yeah. It it felt like sleeping with a different person. Yes, if we're being honest. Yeah, there was, like, a sensation of, like, this is a different person other than my wife, and clearly that's okay because last time I checked. And uh, it was wonderful. Okay, so I'm going to move this forward. Yesterday we had a joint counseling session um, from, okay, so this is from last Friday to yesterday was Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, my job has just been continuing to work that list mm-hmm. and then continuing to see any patterns mm-hmm. that I have um, and not going down that route. And then we've put in our stop gaps of tidying at night, like physically tidying the house and then mentally tidying up where it's like, hey, were there any ouch moments? Did we hurt each other in any way? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to add, did anyone else that we wanted to share hurt each other in any way? I love that you've checked in with me it's like, hey, I'm noticing your energy's off. Is anything up? And then I can give you a little twenty, thirty second synopsis, mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, honey, it's not you; it's work, mm-hmm. or it's a friend. We did that once. Um, okay, so flash forward to yesterday, our counseling session together. How was that for you?
0: First of all, it w- it was interesting because you were the one. This was supposed to be just a a coaching counseling session for you, a one off, and. You were the one who said, do you want to come do this with me? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Why did you just ask for me to be there?
1: I wanted to include you because you have been in this conflict a safe space for me to share everything that I want brutally and honestly. Because I want to declare all of the bullshit that I've been pulling and all of these unhealthy patterns and the way I've been treating you. I want to bring all of that up to the surface and bring that up to the light so we can actually, oh, yeah, what a fucking surprise Work on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. what a fucking concept! Just to uh, be what self-effacing—what is the term? Whatever. So, I was thinking to myself, I was like, "What have I not said, or what do I need to not work out that Lauren hasn't already heard or being been involved in?" I couldn't think of anything. Mm-hmm. So then the benefit goes to like, "Oh, get her ass in the room, mm-hmm. and then we'll you know we'll get we'll get healed doubly faster."
0: The efficiency is.
1: Ah, chef's kiss.
0: Um... Yeah, I, I was only interested in if you felt like you could be really honest, because the wonderful thing of having somebody to work with one-on-one is that you can say the things that you wouldn't necessarily want to say to yeah. your partner, which is kind sometimes, right? Yeah. Like I work with couples or partners or throuples and more, and then I'll work with the individual units too. Mm-hmm. And they will, they will come in because they, they are kind and loving to their partners. They don't want to say the things, but they want to have a safe space to kind of dump and then say, how should I say this? There's a huge amount of value in yeah. that. Um, I saw more value in having you in the room. And I, same time, same reason I do couples work too. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is a colleague, which is super nice um, because I know their methodology. I know how they work. um, But I was also not interested in you feeling at all that we had some type of privilege or power or that it was us ganging up on you. That was also something, yeah, that I was like not interested in. I Mm -hmm. wanted you to feel like this colleague was a safe space for you and i would have gone what the fuck yeah i know like you if would. i
1: felt that way i would have you you would have seen a change in my body and i also would have probably said like hey, hey what the fuck's going on
0: yeah that yeah. would have been so gross well yeah
1: i mean but it's a scenario that didn't happen that no. i've only thought about at this moment since so yeah. you brought it up yeah so i was didn't just
0: happen. didn't happen yeah it was wonderful it was you know how you say i have a powerful mind mm-hmm. and <laughs> it felt like yes this is what my mind knew we needed The Yes, the joint human design reading so that we could learn more about ourselves and about how we function in partnership together just naturally by how we're designed. And then we needed insight. We needed – I had so many light bulb moments and um, this coach, counselor specifically – works with a lot of archetypes. And one of the things she brought up was, she talked about story too. We haven't even talked about this. And I thought it was so cool that she said, when you start to go to stories, you know, you're projecting were her words. Um, whereas Andy had said, if you start to go to stories, right, that's when you know where you're doing this, like, we, you and I both have undefined solar plexus. So we don't have emotions of our own. We just feel everybody else's. We have to go, right? It's so fascinating. But we have emotions of our own. We do. We can unpack all my guys out
1: there. We got emotions of our own. I'm talking to the fellas.
0: Okay, good. Um, but she talked about story too, right? This, the, how detrimental it can be. So we talked about this good boy archetype. Mm -hmm. Can you explain what that meant to you? Like how that fell in your body? And yeah, yeah,
1: the good boy archetype is like going back from childhood where it's like acts of service would make my mother the happiest Mm -hmm. or it would get me out of trouble or, um, uh, so I, in, in our, in our unhealth, I can do, I can be a bunch of like, do a bunch of shit guy, a bunch of random task guy. And then I can acquire a bunch of stuff guy. So I turn into like, uh, well, a good boy is what she said. And in unhealth, then it becomes like, oh, you can't keep up with my, my momentum. You can't serve me the way I serve you. Uh, and, And I turn you into like a project or something. And you don't ask to be turned into a project. And then I turn you into something helpless too. Where it's uh, Lauren's helpless and she can't do all this shit, so I need to step in and do it, and it, it's all just fucking nonsense it's a, It's a narrative that I tell myself,
0: yeah
1: and I'm not above it so the the my job is to understand, and she gave us some of the tools where it's like if you hey, are you feeling bitterness? Mm. Are you feeling a little salty? What are you feeling salty at? Check in with self mm-hmm. and then tell Lauren. And mm-hmm. so stop this little pattern here, this little good boy pattern.
0: She asked me what it makes me feel like, right? And so then I was able to say, it's, I start to feel like this princess up in a tower. In a tower, yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I love that so much because it's like, Trey has constructed this tower to keep you safe, but then it's almost like a prison of she's incapable of doing everything. I must do all things for her. And
1: And then it's a weird fucked up power dynamic too. It's so weird and fucked up. That I've created.
0: Yeah. Out of and this is what I love about this whole thing, it's a trauma-informed perspective. Out of trauma, which then we got into mother wound. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just so much just so much goodness to sink your teeth into. She talked about this idea of like gathering your counsel. Right Gathering all these pieces of you, gathering the mother from you know your little childhood, from your adolescence, from your teen years from now, but sitting everybody down when you start to feel like on your birthday, you and I talked about this in retrospect, right? how interesting would it have been on your birthday when this this kind of the whole snowball started to build for instead of <laughs> what did I say, I want you out of a day of intentional rest or something, and you were like. Pff- she hasn't curated that for me. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to, well, I'll just be the good boy. I'll go get all these tasks done. Our guests are coming into town. Instead going, that hurt. What did that hurt? Who did that hurt? Hey, hey, self, who's hurting? And what do we really need instead? Right? I. Whoa, whoa, I'm hurting. That's odd. Like Lauren doesn't usually try to hurt me. So what's hurting here? Instead, taking a beat, taking a pause and saying, oh, actually, I feel like it's my birthday. And I, I remember this time, this shit time, where I thought I was going to get a birthday party, and instead it was this, or my mom made me do this on my birthday. Can I speak to the fellas real quick? You can speak to the fellas.
1: Guys, <laughs> this may sound like a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, like you going back to your seven-year-old self and sitting him down and talking with him, why he had such a fucked-up birthday, and how it correlates to you being 39 and going it's just another day. I'm going to go to Sam's Club versus have a great day. It might be helpful. So stop being such a grumpy motherfucker in your mind and give it a try. Let's get back to this one.
0: It would have been fascinating to me.
1: I want to do that exercise. I, there's something, I get it. There's something in my childhood and most of my shit comes from my mother. She was a, she was a real fucking asshole. She loved me a lot, but she was a fucking asshole. And yeah, so I I want to kind of go down these pathways.
0: Mm-hmm. Because, babe. It's tight. Is It ain't my doing. I'm not the it's one not. doing the thing.
1: And the whole thing stemmed from my... God, it's
0: so fucking... It's not. It, it's not. You're, you're safe in this relationship to finally feel those things.
1: Sure, but I mean, come on. It's me. So... Yeah, I I want to, uh, I'm excited about doing this work.
0: You've got to, okay?
1: I choose to. Uh Uh-huh. I don't have to. Oh, true. I don't have to. I can go find a good divorce attorney in this town that'll take my money.
0: Yeah, good.
1: they will happily take thousands of dollars of my money.
0: Yeah, what a reefer. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. One of my favorite things she said was, so many people have opportunities where these cracks happen, these explosions, these blow ups, and they could attend to them now. They could. But instead, they piecemeal it back together. They get to a state where everybody can kind of function. And then this same pattern repeats for 25 years.
1: That's why I'm thankful for the Monday blow-up. I'm thankful that I didn't invite you out because it would have covered up the deeper work that we needed to do. Mm-hmm. And this would have continued.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was highly impactful. An hour. I took so many notes. She talked a lot, and it was so fascinating to hear different human beings with their brilliance and their wisdom share almost identical principles with completely different words, right? So... The first time we talked about bitterness and the stories we're telling ourselves, right? This time it was the stories we tell ourselves, but they're projections, right? So when you project onto me, like I'm your movie screen, that is the first sign. That's a guardrail, right? That's an eggshell. That's whatever we want to say. If you're starting to project onto me something, it's a sign that most likely it's something in here that needs to be worked on. And she said that I could really step in then to help you heal, right? I could say, hey, babe, I'm feeling a little projected. Um, how can I help create some space for you to go internally, right? We talked about on the podcast, how was it uh, right before the blow up, I started rolling my eyes at these like little things and you got <laughs> deeply offended. All I was trying to say is this is not the thing. These things are not the thing. There is a deeper thing. And I would love to help you heal that deeper thing. But if you can't figure out what the fuck it is, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep getting criticized. So I'm just, this This was so helpful. Because now I, I feel like we have tools. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Any other takeaways from yesterday?
1: Mm-mm. Not that I can think of right now. It'll pop in.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Did it feel okay to have me there? I preferred yeah
1: yeah this is better. This is better than being in conflict or problem being in problem all the time. This is better, so yeah, I like my life like this.
0: Mm-hmm. do you feel like it's pushed us forward into something? Yes, huh what you're How more it?
1: sacred to me oh. yeah, my life is more sacred, sacred sa- whatever the fuck it's uh <laughs> yeah. Hmm. everything's a little bit brighter and tastes a little better like that much more valuable it's perspective it really is yeah. perspective yeah and like what a gift that it yeah what a gift Yeah. people who avoid pain at all costs really don't know what they're missing
0: and let's be clear the discomfort has been very uncomfortable yeah it sucks right it stinks it truly does It was not fun to sit in that, right? It was not fun in the two weeks of missing each other, right? Since from your birthday to the blow up. It was not fun blow up to yesterday. It was 100% worth it. I often have clients say, how do I know the difference between things that are not meant for me and things that are uncomfortable because they are growth?" I always say to check in with your core values, to come back to what you really stand for. And if it aligns with those, then it is worth being curious about and continuing to push into. If it doesn't, it's really okay. Some things are just not meant for us. Um, and I believe that even more post-human design and post-coaching session yesterday that we, we've made some choices to be together, and I have core values of my own. Our partnership stands for a lot of things, and this whole growth process has felt aligned to who we are as humans. I have tried so hard to remain in my center, and yes, it was hard, um, but it wasn't unattainable. Yeah. So thank you. I feel like we grew up a little bit and he are healing some pieces of us. That feels really good. Thanks y'all for being here for this episode of the partnership podcast. God, I, I think that partnership can be so healing. Um, we also can be some of the greatest wounders of our partners. Um, if you are interested in pushing into what healing partnership could look like for yourself, for you and your people, you are welcome to request a free consult with me by going to sexedforyou.com forward slash free consult. Um, I can't promise that you're going to get some brilliant, perfect scholar, but I can promise that you'll get someone who thinks that partnership is the shiz. Um, Please like and subscribe. Please follow us on Spotify or Apple podcasts. Um, please remember that these are just opinions and that we want you to form your own, do your own research, disagree with us, make different choices. Um, you have a right to inform decision making and we think it's powerful um, when you listen, take what you like, leave the rest, share this with your friends or don't. Have a wonderful rest of your day.